At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus always follow the, follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vsin Hey, hey, welcome aboard. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, we are loaded to the gills today over the next three hours. Nigel Seeley live in New York for the U.S. Open. Can Serena do it again tonight? And some uh, soccer bets that he likes this weekend. Drew Butler played at Georgia uh, a long time ago. Former Bulldog is his team laying too many points against Oregon. Adam Chernoff and Chuck Edel on the program today as as well. Good to have it back, really, last night, Paulie. I know we had the Week Zero games, uh, including that Nebraska debacle, but really, like, the beginning of uh, the true college football season started last night with some pretty good games, and man, oh, man, do we have a lot to talk about today. It was, uh, you know, unfortunate. You had an 11-year gap between the backyard brawl. That delivered. The Penn State game was crazy. Uh, the Central Michigan game was drunk. What happened there? That game was over with at halftime. It's eleven the total. Oh, there's eleven hundred yards of offense in that game. What transpired? We get to rip the coaches coming up. Yeah. We almost had a huge upset in the Florida International game. So uh, good fun. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it was on national TV. So those of you, and I'll include myself here, who backed the Boilermakers today, still probably a little bit bitter over what happened in that game last night. For a coach to close out both halves like. He did. Jeff Brom last night for Purdue. Absolutely shameful the way Purdue closed that game in the first half and, and with that 31-28 lead. We'll run it all down for you here. So we we made the case yesterday. We talked to Brad Powers 
I eventually pulled the trigger on Purdue plus three and a half, and I bet a money line uh, last night as well. This is a good tweet from buddy of ours, VSIN host, later on in the day. Uh, his new show is at six o'clock Eastern, three uh, Pacific, right here on VSIN, Tim Murray. And he summed it up beautifully in one tweet. The finish of the first half, absolute disaster. Drop a pass on a clear first down. They punted two plays later. Great field position for Penn State. Roughing the passer. Yep. TD the next play. Uh-huh. Then, uh, right? This was bad. Purdue's driving before the half. It's a third and one deep inside Penn State territory. They do a jet sweep. Fumble on third and one. The kid for Penn State recovers with like an inch to go before uh, he's out of bounds. And then a broken play, 60-plus yard touchdown in the closing seconds. That's how they closed the first half. And I would actually argue how they finished the second half was worse. And how, how is that possible? That, that could not be possible. That's like epic all-time bad to close the first half. And the finish of the game was worse because I, I then tweeted this out. Um, they have a 31-28 lead. Right. They got the ball back, right? Forced Penn State to punt. This is uh, what happened with 6.34 to go in the game. Incomplete pass, incomplete pass, complete pass for a first down, incomplete, 15-yard penalty, incomplete, 5-yard penalty, incomplete, took 138 off the clock. Paulie, they got the ball back again. They did the same exact thing. Yep. Not a single run. Ridiculous. Here's, here's what drives, good breakdown. Here's what drives me crazy. If, you didn't, if it wasn't obvious by the second, I mean, the, the coaching staff, make them at least earn it. You can't get off the field on third down. What's with the cushion on third and four? Repeatedly, the guys are wide open. Incredible. What are you doing? What's your scheme defensively? It was stealing what they were allowing Clifford and Penn State to do on third and short all the time. I mean, they're going to throw it. You're just giving them the first down every time, which was, uh, but you blew the game. You can't lose that game in the debacle at the end of the first half. You know, it's one thing you want to be aggressive there. You know, you have a problem with it, but, uh, you know, you have to mix in a run at the end. But just a travesty, an abomination before halftime. Cannot happen. That can't happen. Yep. Here's and how bad it was. Yep. I, I actually thought that James Franklin was trolling Brom when they got the ball back with a couple of minutes to go, down by three. Penn State, they took all the time in the world, and in fact, they, they gave him 50 cents. They were running the ball. Franklin said, okay, well, they're not going to run the ball. Now I have enough time to actually call some running plays, and it worked. And they had, they had no solution whatsoever for the Nittany uh, Lions on the final drive. None. No. Nope. Let them score. It was a sieve on defense, and that's how they lost the game. Pathetic job yep. by Brom. Absolutely pathetic. And here he was. He was asked about, he tried to, uh, you know, show some rationale after the game. Asked about why no runs late in the game. Well, uh, yeah, that's what we got to look at. Uh, I mean, I, I, would, I would look at it a few times, and there was just a lot of people up there. They were blitzing from all over. We had a couple negative plays in the running game, which hurt us. Uh, so that was in the back of my mind. Uh, and at the time, we had a bunch of one-on-one matchups. Uh, so we were going to ride our quarterback's arm and, and receivers and, we just weren't able to make enough plays uh, at the very end. Uh, so, yes, we, we could. We need to find some other ways to move the ball. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so he's on the list now. <laughs> he's on the list. Very close already after week one to cross him off. Uh, I can't back Purdue anymore. I didn't expect these high-scoring games, though. What, what did you see? The backyard brawls, a shootout. This game, 35-31. The, uh, the Central Michigan game, 58-44. I, I know it. Which I leads it. me to this. With the backyard brawl and also the Oklahoma State game. Good to have it back. Stop kicking field goals fourth and two. Oh, sure. Fourth. It's the first quarter. Central Michigan is a three-touchdown dog on the road. You're bringing a gun to a, a knife to a gunfight. It's 58-44. to 44. McElwain tries a 50-yard field goal fourth and three. 
Not even close. Mm-hmm. This is right, Lombardi, like it's a turnover. Leads to a bad field position. It results in a safety. Oklahoma State goes right down the field and scores, and then, you know, it schools out. Narduzzi did it early on, too. Of course he There's did. There's 70 points was, scored in these games. Yeah, that was you're, a, you're kicking field goals, fourth and two, with college kickers where an extra points in uh, adventure? Cut it out. I actually, I forgot to bring that up on the air. I, I was going to say yesterday, I don't don't tell me we're going to get a, an early season Pat Narduzzi special. Uh, a short field goal on fourth and two or something like that. Of course, we got it right out of the gates last night. That game had 10 points in the second quarter. It was 3 nothing into the first. Yeah, right. It's trending. The, the in-game yeah. total is in the low 40s. I had the under 54 and a half, I believe, is the number I had in the game. It flies over. The second half just completely erupted. A couple reasons why, I think. What did I see last night? I actually did see some pretty good quarterback play across the country in, in a bunch of those games. And do teams spend time tackling at all in August leading up to these games? I thought the tackling pretty much across the board was atrocious last night. So if that continues this weekend, if that's going to be a trend early on here, I think we're going to see potentially a chance for a lot of uh, games to go over tonight, specifically tomorrow, where the totals might be a little bit uh-huh. too short. Okay. Uh, I would not be surprised at all. Um, how about this with Tennessee? Booker looked good. They looked look great. Looked really good. Yep. This is, so we all know that Hypo likes to play at warp speed. Paul, they, think about this for a second. They ran 87 plays on offense last night. 87. And they lost time of possession. Jesus. That should not be possible. Man. Now it was only by a few seconds. Uh-huh. But that tells you that they didn't even have the ball for more than half the time on the clock. And 87 plays, that is like hyper. But that's how he likes to play. So I would say jot these down. Specifically in a couple of weeks, they play Akron, right? I mean, they're going to be favored by 50. Akron's lucky they won. They're very lucky they won that game last night. Yeah. Tennessee against inferior foes, first quarter, first halves, I'll lay it because he plays so fast. And last night they were laying nine and a half in the first quarter, 24 in the first half, didn't matter. They will do that to every single bad team they take on. They they play Tennessee Martin October 22nd. We'll see how it unfolds because they have Bama the week before. Who knows? Letdown game, that kind of a deal. Good observation. Yep. Uh, They're going to score a lot of points. That uh, that was fun to watch yesterday. Yep. Other thing, Ball State just couldn't handle the, the, the atmosphere in them. Uh, to, to stage was too big. The other thing, are we going to bet against Nevada every game? New Mexico State had 90 yards of offense. 90 yards, yeah. shut out at Minnesota. How do you, you're down 35 points, you can't get a first down? 90 yards they had. This Nevada team must just be putrid. Because they were plus five in the turnover battle and to hang on to win the game. Uh, New Me- you could, absolutely, you can make the case that that team last night should have defeated Nevada. <laughs> So, and, oh, and, and tons of uh, Sharps, yeah. you know, they were uh, all over Nevada throughout the entire summertime. And, I mean, by betting the team total under or betting, yeah, the uh, regular season wins under on the season. I, th- I like I, JT Daniels, I thought, played well. The pick six was not obviously not his fault. You have to catch that. What uh, Slovis did, uh, Hooker was fantastic. But the other kid, and he moved the ball, too. And then the quarterback play by Clifford and, uh, yeah. at times, O'Connell. Yep. So, uh, I'm with you about the quarterback play. And lack of tackling, and Louisiana Tech, Missouri was a shootout. The two prime, the three uh, TV games shootouts go over. So we'll see what transpires over the weekend as well. I think you have something there. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe something just to keep an eye on. Um, I, I think I'm actually more alarmed by the the lack of tackling or the poor tackling than anything else. That was, I mean, it was evident from whatever game that you you popped on, right. Guys are just like, can you bring them down for on the first attempt? Is that possible? Or are these guys just going to be, do we suddenly have like the best players ever at breaking tackles? 
Well, how about, I, well, how about Oklahoma State? You think they miss Knowles? I mean, they were unbelievable defensively last year. Yeah. He leaves, goes to Ohio State, and they give up 44. What's, what's Central Michigan going to do in conference games, by the way? They scored 44 points on the road against Oklahoma State. They almost made the playoff. Yeah. Oh, so that's another thing, right? That could be a reversal for that team last year. Not only did they lose Knowles, they lost a ton of talent on defense. And Gundy Sanders is, is another one who would look great. That's oh, he don't, yeah. he another guy. Yeah, yep. right. So and, and Gundy has been a really good offensive coach yeah. over the years. Maybe yep. that flips this year where they're not playing in these 23-17 games anymore. Because they were, what, I think yep. ranked number two overall last year in the yes. country on defense? Yes. They were legit. Uh-huh. All right. Got that off our chest. But it's, it is great to have it back, man. <laughs> Yelling at the coaches. Uh, the play calling's one thing. I mean, some of this stuff with the, these guys make a ton of money. Oh, absurd. Some amounts. of these decisions. Kicking field goals, fourth and two, in a game where there's 90 points scored. I just, I can't believe it. See, I actually, I hope that was the blip last night. And I hope that that doesn't continue tonight or on Saturday, where guys are just like, they, they, please tell me more coaches across the country are laughing at those situations. Like, we've learned now. It's 2022, folks. We're yeah, not kicking right. these stupid field goals. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You can really trust your kicker in college, too, uh, year after year. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at, at the website, which is betrivers.com. Win some, lose some is up next. We will discuss the huge trade in the NBA and uh, bets that we made as a result. At least one really large number is still out there and available. That's coming up here in Follow the Money, the Sin, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. We'll tie it all together. Win Some and Bad for the Books. Samford Moneyline, 4-1. to one. They cashed a ticket to start. Tennessee from 28 up to 37. No problem against Ball State. Pitt from five up to seven and a half. One by seven. Louisiana Tech, Missouri over. 57 up to 62 and a half. 52 to 24. Minnesota, New Mexico State under. 57 and a half down to 52 and a half. 38 nothing Gophers. 90 yards of offense for New Mexico State. Tennessee Martin, 10 and a half up to 15. One by 17. Southern Utah, plus three. Went off a three point favorite. One by 30. Akron over, 47 and a half up to 53, 30 to 23, lucky to win the game. Central Florida, 35 and a half point favorite up to 44, 56 to 10. Florida International, Bryant over, 53 up to 58. They were down 16 nothing, and then in overtime went for the two in the win, 38-37. They're lucky they won that. What happened to this program? Not that long ago they beat Miami. That's right. They're terrible. Oh. And I, I, well, okay, and they were laying what 13. For a while, and then Sharp Money came in on Bryant last night. Something like that, yeah. UAB, 34 and a half up to 41. 59 to nothing. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. Here he is again. He wants to do a TV show on Netflix. He might have something here. Evan the Great. Eh, he won $400,000 last night. $40,000 three-teamers, is that what I'm looking at here? And he capped off. By Penn State money line, he's loving Clifford. He's loving life, Evan the Great. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, he bet that up in New Hampshire. Oh, it's New Hampshire. So they have to split the tickets, okay, based on how much money he was going to actually win. And that three-team parlay came down to Penn State needing to win it outright. Right. And he got that break last night. Yes. Huh? Free roll. Money's Nobody no ob- wasn't here. Money is no object for him. So does what he wants. <laughs> Look at that. Kid walks away with 400000 Evan the Great. This is good, too. This is, uh, they rescued these lions. From, they were circus animals. And look at this. Reunited. Look at the embrace here. Bring it in for the real thing with the owner. They're like humans. Look at them coming. Give me that, right? Kissing, like, kisses, bringing in hugs. How good is this video, right? They had her entire head in her mouth. Right. See that one? Well, yeah. But that's, you know, that's, she saved us. There she is. Thank you very much. It's good to see you again, too. How are you? They come running right over and jump up there. That is awesome. Great video. like this one as well. How about this dog? <laughs> Look at this big fella. Huh? I don't know what now, that is. I, I, I saw this video. Okay. 
I don't. How is this possible? That's an actual real life dog. Oh sure. That's not a. a La- I don't know if that's half Alaskan Malium. I even pronounce it with solid. I don't know what. What is that? Help uh, us how, out, guys. How tall is the person brushing the dog? Oh, I know. Five eight. Yes. But and the dog is that. That dog is. I, I don't even know how to describe it. That dog's got to weigh three hundred and fifty pounds. You think it's yeah? His, his paws are bigger than the guy's head. Yeah. I don't know what that is. His tongue is the size of the guy's head. That's right. Look at that. That is something. Incredible video. Help us out if you know what kind of dog that is. FTM at vcin.com or tweet at us as well. That's very good. I have to- I've been told this is awesome. This is Remy the Bulldog. The big fella here. Oh, oh my no. God. Oh, oh. Trying to get up on this. The- is- Watch this. Oh. It's- <laughs> on the treadmill. It's- He's, He's trying so to get excited. Get on your Remy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad for the poor guy because it I keeps know. going and they're mocking him. And yeah, but look at that! Oh, face plant, Remy. He wants to get on the on a treadmill. That thing's moving pretty good, for Remy. <laughs> oh, Remy, Dan, can we get it? Paulie does Vegas on Instagram. Oh my God, that is so good. <laughs> poor Remy, the big guy. Uh it's too bad. <laughs> he never has a chance. It's no. moving too good. No. He can't get on that. He's gonna take up forever. Stop, stop teasing the dog at no, some I know, point. I know. It's great to have it back. How about melts Vegas on Twitter? Hanging out. Eh, I've played video poker in worse places. Look at the setup here. Come visit Derek Stevens, Andy Dufresne. Look at that between the... You sit there at the uh, overhang bar, video poker, and look at the setup with the screens. Boy, this Stevens kid is something. It's not bad. Right? Isn't that great? It's pretty good. Yep. All right. Lose some. San Jose State, 17 and a half up to 23. Lucky to win the game against Portland State. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. taking 10,000 here on that limits. Good job. Uh, on an extra game. Fordham from 20 up to 27. Got hairy for a while, one by 17. Kennesaw State, 7.5 up to 13.5. They lost outright to Samford, what I mentioned earlier. Pitt, under, backyard brawl, 55.5 down to 51. No good. Uh, Penn State, under, 57 down to 52.5. That was 35 to 31. Couple lose some. Couple tweets. Uh, No, thank you. What is Gatorade doing here? What's it called? Twitch? They're going out with a new, coming out with a new drink, and it's going to be Gatorade will roll out fast. Twitch has as much caffeine as two 12-ounce cans of Red Bull will be available on NFL sidelines this season. <laughs> so players are going to be drinking this during the game. Oh man! Right. No, thank you. Ah, uh, that's no chance. No. And how about five points? Oh, I've, w- I've wondered for 15 years how Red Bull Vodka is legal. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And how about this one? Send it. Thanks. Send it in. We'll put you on television. The guys at the sports book hanging out. He get, you know, it's, it's a double bad beat. He's taking a picture of the bare feet right fr- Look at the guy in the corner with his shoes off. He's oh, I barefoot. Got it. I got it. You see, you got two people now. Animals. We're living in a society. This is ridiculous. I just thought one thing on the airplane. People love to do it in a sports book. A's cut two bad beats. A's plus the run and a half. Led 5-3 in the 10th. 5-4, and then the Nats hit a three-run walk-off. 7-5. Rangers plus 140. Had a three-run lead in the bottom of the ninth. They blew it. Red Sox walk it off with a four spot. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250 match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Great job, guys. Okay, so when the news broke yesterday of the big trade in the NBA, Donovan Mitchell goes to the Cavaliers. Did you see it break immediately? Like I, I still, I still 
hate myself because I'm still thinking, oh, wow, Woj bomb, big news. And then it's like, oh, and then you're, oh, wait a second. I got to take advantage of this. And it's still, I still wait. And if you hesitate, you lose. But I did get, here's what I did. Uh, first of well, I can't believe he goes to Cleveland. No, no, but I, I, I did this. Eight to one to win the division. That's a very good job. Because they won 44 games last year. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to be a top four, top five seed. This is a great, okay, all right, Could we'll be, debate yeah. that. But it's a great trade. And why does Milwaukee care about the regular season? That, that was my thought last year. So I, I, I really like, I took eight to one to win the division. I took 50 to one to win the East. I don't think it's going to happen. But you just see the huge move with the number. And I you know, 50 to one, I think to win the East is very good. Yeah, I grabbed 50 as well. Uh, I did not grab the division. Good job by you. Uh, they moved, by the way, here at Circa, they moved from 48 to one to 12 to one in like two minutes to Jeez. win the East. So I grabbed, and this is still available if you shop around, I grabbed Evan Mobley, 40 to one to win Defensive Player of the Year. Love the guy. Remember last year, David Thorpe right. comes on the show all the time, truehoop.com. He said that he's basically Tim Duncan 2.0. He wrote this for True Hoop yesterday. Mitchell works well next to Darius Garland only because they have a four and a five who play defense like Mobley and Jared Allen do. Mitchell and Garland will get exposed on defense, especially in the Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. Where they're going to be chasing the apex wings of the Celtics or the tall guards of the Bucks, And it's not out of the question. The Cavaliers already have their lockdown perimeter defender on the roster. Uh, Evan Mobley absolutely has the potential to evolve in that way, which would let this team blow the roof off. Think uh, how much Anthony Edwards' growth helped the Wolves la- uh, last year without Gobert. Being able to sick Mobley on Durant or Kawhi Leonard or Tatum would mean this team is built for an even longer run. I think Evan Mobley, 40-1. to 1. If he stays healthy, he got banged up last year in his rookie year. I think Mobley, 40-1, to 1, Defensive Player of the Year, is another thing they can try to take advantage of. They can trade love and get another asset, too. Winners, the Cavs. Winners, Danny Ainge and the Jazz. What is it, 15 first-round picks now uh, going forward, coming up? Losers, the Knicks. I mean, it's just, you got to get some of these guys. Come on, Rose. You said you came from CAA and said, I'm going to get these guys. You it can't get a superstar unless you have a superstar. These guys want to join up and play together. You got to get this done. And then you wouldn't, one report, they wouldn't include Grimes or they could have got him. Yeah. The other thing, I can't believe Ainge said no to Barrett in two picks, which apparently was on the table. But then Brian Winhorst reported there was bad blood uh, after they uh, were close Sunday into Monday. And then they said, okay, we're going to sign Barrett to an extension. And then Ainge got pissy, and that was it. And now he goes, maybe Barrett was too good. That's it's my a total Could be. That's, that's part of it, too, because it's a total tank job here, and they want to lose. But I can't believe the Knicks blew this. They had the most to give up, all these picks. There was a report they wanted five. They wanted five first and all these. I can't believe it. Why are you so concerned about the Knicks? I want to see the Knicks be relevant and good. I want oh. Mitchell to go to the Knicks. Oh. I want yeah. to see it. I feel bad for the fans, but I honestly don't care about the Knicks at all. Great fan base. Awesome they fan base. They deserve it. Unbelievable. Was they, one they playoff do. win since 01 or something? They Salute. do, but they've been irrelevant for most of our lifetime. I really don't care about the Knicks. But, they, yeah, R.J. Barrett's too good. That's probably why. Yeah. Their win total is 24 and a half, the Jazz. You have to get that deal done. This actually, this, this might be OKC a couple years ago, where they surprise people and actually win, but he's, you know, how do you set it up so you don't win? We will discuss some of the marquee college games of the weekend coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSIN.
Kick off college football with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers every Saturday for the college football season for a 20% parlay profit boost of at least three legs. New promotions and props every day. Great house specials. It's your go to book. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. It's a whole new game. Thanks for all the tweets. They're saying it's a Tibetan Mastiff, that dog. That thing is massive. And I know the, uh, the ex, the sister, wanted to get a bull mastiff. I'm like, that is the norm. That's a big responsibility. I was going to say, it's how, a like, big fella. how difficult is it to handle a dog that big? That's a good question. Oof, I know. Man. I wouldn't know. What do you do? What kind of car do you have to have to say, hey, yeah. let's, go get, let's go get a haircut, buddy? Got to take you to the groomer like that dog was doing. Well, we had to, Got to we have had, a truck? Yeah. We had the German Shepherd. And then she was she passed away at 15. But the legs got bad at the end. Uh-huh. She's 150 pounds. I couldn't pick her up. That dog's got to be. I mean, that thing, Jesus. That's as big as us combined. Yeah. It's humongous. Imagine you come up with, it's as big as the lion. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Oh, okay, so college football games now coming up this weekend. The marquee games of the day. Uh, it is loaded tomorrow. Ohio State, of course, laying a huge number against Notre Dame. This game has been on the board for a long, long time. What did Brad Powers get, like 10 and a half? In at, that at range, one yeah, in that range. Thinks he buries them. Yeah, his stats yesterday were great, but... Uh, they're, they're laying 10 for the first half now. Yep, yep. Well, it goes back to the history here. I mean, the Chris Felica tweet. Notre Dame against elite teams. In their last 10 games away from home against top 10 opponents, they've lost all 10. Average loss, 16 points per game. If you narrow it down to top five opponents... It's 11 straight losses by an average of 19.6 points per game with seven by at least 17 points. But I'll ask you, can you lay this now with what Ohio State, how much they struggled on defense? They had the second worst third down defense in the Big Ten last year. Their opponents converted touchdowns in the red zone almost 75% of the time. Only Kansas, Missouri, and Arizona were worse. Couldn't get off the field. Horrible in the red zone. Maybe the new D.C. makes it all of it go away. Notre Dame has some key injuries. But that's, uh, look at that point spread now. When do you see this, though? The top two, top five teams, and look at the point spread. Yeah, by the way, there's one more from Brad Powers yesterday. Remember this uh, one? Yep. Since 1994, Notre Dame 5-44 and 44 straight up against teams that finish in the top 10. And they're 27% ATS. Incredible. I mean, so at this God. point, I would agree with what he said yesterday. And based on last night, again, good quarterback play. Some poor tackling uh, in those early games. Maybe look at over 59, or how about an yeah. Ohio State team total over? Yeah, both. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I just I think the difference in speed and what – I mean, the last time we saw them, look, the, look at the Rose Bowl performance. It's ridiculous. It's an embarrassment of riches what they have. I actually I think – I, I don't want to go based on just that Rose Bowl game. Well, but it was I, a whole season, though. We, oh, no. They with Stroud and uh, sure. the wide receivers. I think the receivers might be better this year. Yeah. That's based on what I Could saw. Be. Like Marvin Harrison, nobody even talks about Marvin Harrison's kid. He was phenomenal against Utah. Yeah. 45 points per game, 560 yards per game, and Stroud had over 40 touchdowns. They're a machine. Uh, yeah, I will say good luck. And do, I'll be shocked if they're not in the playoff. I do like that bet that's available here in Las Vegas and uh, other spots where the Westgate's located, right? Uh, will Ohio State play Alabama in the national title game? Now down to plus 340. I do like that one. The Georgia-Oregon game. Uh, big number here as well. I bet Oregon plus 10 for the first half. Now, what do you think about this? After this game for the Ducks, their home games, they get every tough opponent up at Autzen this year. Every single tough opponent's at home. They play Eastern Washington, Stanford, BYU, UCLA, Washington, and Utah. 
their road games are Washington State, Arizona, Cal, Colorado, and Oregon State. The defense still has a ton of talent, even though they lost Thibodeau. And I think it's, it totally comes down to Bo Nix. But if they, yeah. can, if they can hold serve at home, uh, this team's winning 10 games. Maybe more. Mm, really? Every single tough game's uh, at home, and that's not an easy game. That's not an easy spot to play at. I don't like the quarterback. I don't like the quarterback at all. How about Kirby Smart? Yeah, you know, Auburn transfer, what do you think, Kirby? I'm not worried about that. <laughs> he says, flat out said it. I agree with him. Uh, I would also like to see a guy who can scoot more uh, to run that offense as well. More of a running threat with what we've seen from Oregon's offense. But the other, the, the big question is, uh, is it just reloading with Georgia? I mean, you lose five guys in the first round on, on defense, and you lose, what, eight guys? Eight starters from the, the great defense they had last year. So that's question number one. Probably just reload, it won't be a problem. But the other thing, uh, I would say Bennett's underrated. I mean, he was great in the two playoff games. And if they get that kind of production from the quarterback position, and, and Georgia can score like that, well, they'll be in the playoff again, too. Oh, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. So there's this, the whole narrative, of course, going into this thing is, well, Dan Lanning is now the head coach of Oregon. He was the former D.C. under Kirby Smart for Georgia. So he really knows Kirby Smart, and he really knows this Bulldogs defense, right? Well, Stetson Bennett was asked about facing a former coach that might know the offense. Can't let that affect yourself too much, you know, because either way, we, we could, you know, overreact because we think that he thinks this, and, or we could think that we think we know what he's doing and overreact. You know, you play all kinds of brain. At the end of the day, you gotta you got to be able to block counter, and you got to be able to fill counter, right? So that's what we're going to work on. The only bet I've made so far, Oregon first half. All right, good luck. Yeah, might get involved in play if Oregon gets like an early lead. I'd like to see them get like a, a two-score lead right away. And maybe come back on Georgia at that point. Uh, Utah, Florida. Florida opened up in the summertime. Small favorite at home in the Schwamp. And now Utah favored by three. Um, total was 53. This came down a little bit as well. Billy Napier, new coach for the Gators. Does he continue to have a uh, run-first approach? Uh, similar to his style at uh, Lafayette. Um, I think that might be possible. Utah lost some guys on defense. The, the D-line, of course, was yeah. so good last year. Two linebackers to the NFL. So I'm curious about the overall tempo of this game. Hot and humid Saturday night. The, the weather could play a factor, right? Great job uh, playing this game and, and, and traveling. The other thing is the, it's our highest-ranking preseason to start for Utah. They're 27-3 and in non-conference games since joining the Pac-12. Last year, it went sideways early with the uh, one and two before they made the quarterback change was Brewer, Charlie Brewer. Then they went to rising and all hell broke loose. They became a completely different team. And the last time we saw them, how great they were in the Rose Bowl as well. But one thing to look at here and all the talk about the Richardson and also rising is in the quarterback matchup, Florida stunk against the run. They were 88th against the run. So can Utah have success ground and pound in this one? Uh, but they've only had one win against the SEC, and that's when they blew out Bama in the Sugar Bowl a long time ago with that undefeated team, and Johnson was the quarterback. So Florida always wins these home openers. Uh, great game to start, but if you want to talk about this mess and playoffs, I mean, this is it. I mean, I can't remember who it was yesterday, but uh, whoever we had on, well, I think it was Reese Dave. I mean, you're talking playoff. you got to win this game. You lose this, that's probably it. You're going to run the table then and get in? You still have a tough game. Tough games in USC and what's left on the schedule for Utah, so it's it's enormous for the conference. And this is a game I I, just, I don't. Do you trust the conference? 
I mean, this is a game they typically lose. Oregon right. had the big win last year, but then they always stub their toe and lose a game they shouldn't. This is a game well, Whittingham's an excellent coach, but you're the better team. Go win this game. Remember Oregon a couple years ago with Herbert? Blew the game against uh, Auburn. Totally blew the game. Yeah. Awful job by them. Yes. That's typically what they do here. So, no, I'm not going to be surprised if we're coming in here on Monday morning talking about a Florida win. But, but if you, okay, if you win, though, then it's like, okay, that's fun. It's big for the conference. Sure. Maybe Oregon hangs in there. That's the other thing for the conference. Does Oregon hang around? I mean, if they get blown out and then you, if, if they get blown out and Utah loses this game, you're, we're, we're, we're one week in. We're down to USC then if you're a Pac 12 fan. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how it goes. And they should just say bye-bye to Oregon and Washington and say, why don't you join the Big Ten this yeah. year? Yeah. The, did you bet Boise plus three? No, I did not. I, can't, I, I don't like that coach. They have gone downhill since uh, Harson left. And he's uh, no great shakes either. No, he's not. But that was uh, alarming how bad in the precipitous drop we've seen out of Boise now. So that good, another good game. To go on the road in Corvallis with the night game. But uh, Bachmeyer, good quarterback, but I can't get there. I grabbed no. a little bit plus three. Okay. I did. First half, Beavers are one and a half. Total is 28 and a half. Um, Cincinnati and Arkansas. Now that's a big game. A huge game. Absolutely. Yep. How do you think Fickle treats this with no Ritter back? They're going to be playing in SEC country. Um, lost, you know, a ton of talent on defense. Yeah. S- six Dumb players enough. overall to the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Sauce Gardner, too. You didn't have to worry. The whole side of the field was shut down. Correct. Uh, it's supposed to be the Eastern Michigan transfer at quarterback. He's being coy. But this, again, there are going to be 80,000 fans there. Cincinnati's won 22 in a row in the regular season. You're going back, the only two losses, Georgia, where they led in the fourth quarter, and the Alabama game in the playoff. But this is, I, I don't know enough about, the, uh, that's going to be, I don't think they can replace this, all these guys. You're right. All the play guys they lost to the NFL, and to replace Ritter and Sauce Gardner, I don't think they can do it. But uh, it also be the physicality. Can they slow down Jefferson in the Arkansas rushing attack? Right. I don't know. That that's I would say Arkansas wins, but I don't know if they if they cover that number. And I yep. too many unknowns about Cincinnati's offense up front. The offensive line will be good, but the quarterback play might get a slower pace game here. You could, yes, because, yeah, run, 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 yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and they they're not going to rely on the new quarterback to go there and play and try to like outscore them. I, I don't think that that's going to be an option for that team. Up next, Nigel Seeley is going to join the show. He is live in New York for the U.S. Open. Does he like Serena tonight, and what's the most realistic scenario for how far she can go in this tournament? Coming up here on Follow the Money. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. football season this is when the money is made no one knows football like VEASAN now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber get our college and pro guides only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the season we profile every team stats power ratings win total predictions player awards sign up early for a discounted 175 rate both guides and access all the way through the Super Bowl or $40 a month VEASAN.com slash subscribe all right let's head to New York the site for the U.S. Open tennis uh, Nigel Seeley is there. Uh, he was there uh, during the week. He was there for Serena Williams winning the other night. Nigel, pal, mate, uh, thanks for the time today. Does she do it again tonight? Is she gonna, uh, going to advance past the third round? Uh, good morning to you both. Um, well, I mean, it was an electric atmosphere at Arthur Ashe with that performance from Serena Williams. And um, I didn't actually have a bet on the match. I, um, I, I put out that the price was on my Twitter page that the price was getting insane. Right. Right. Uh, she went out to plus 225 to win the game pre-match. When you've got 22,000 people on your side on a night game in New York, um, I don't care who you are, you're going to feel the pressure. And uh, Contavit, as we, I've mentioned before to you on, on the show, she's probably one of the most... Uh, she, she's protected her, her ranking because of COVID. And she was never a number two seed. She wasn't, she wasn't a player really who should be a number two seed. And if you look at the betting to win the US Open, despite being a number two seed... She was probably weighed down at about 20th in the, in the list of betting. So it wasn't really a really a, a massive shock for me because there was huge doubts over Contavit. Tonight, and you know, I, I, what I've, I, while I've been in New York, I've been watching a lot of American TV. This, this seems to be as though the people over here and the people on the television networks think there's only one player in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And that tournament is Serena Williams. And I feel that the public and the, and, the, and the bookmakers have gone insane in their lines tonight. I, 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 I mean, I'm shocked that Serena is minus 175. Now, her conditioning has always been a problem. 
she's never, she hasn't played hardly any tennis. She's only won one game this year, coming into 2022. Prior to this match, she played Raducanu. Uh, prior to this tournament, she played Raducanu and lost the set six love. Admittedly, she probably wasn't that interested and wanted to keep her fitness levels for the US Open. But it's come to a price now where it's wrong. Um, Tom Nanovic is, is a very, very talented player. I mean, she's a Wimbledon quarter finalist. She pushed the eventual champion really strong, uh, Ribikina, who won, went on to Wimbledon. She should have beaten her. She should have got to the semifinals of, of Wimbledon. She's had a really, really good run. I think she's on like a, a 14, a 15 and four winning run. Six, sorry, 16 and four winning run in her last 20 matches. And the only, only the opponents that beaten Tom Nanovic have been world-class opponents. She's been beaten by Ribikina, who won Wimbledon. She's been beaten by Sriontek, the world number one, uh, Kvitova, who's a two-time Grand Slam champion, and Samsonova, who's a very talented young player as well. So this, this to me, just seems crazy. I mean, we, we know that Tom Nanovic has not only got to play the players, she's got to play the crowd. Right. And, but, but she's Australian, and Aussie, Aussie sports stars relish in, in these kind of conditions. Um, I think she's a big price. She's plus 130, which is wrong. If, if, she was playing, if this match was being played on any other court in the world, Tom Nanovich would be favourite this evening. But because it's being played on New York and because it's being played on Arthur Ashe in a night game, that's why Serena is the favourite. Yep. I actually haven't bet Tom Nanovich because I feel that the crowd is a, is a factor. But the bet I have had is Tom Nanovich on the game handicap plus two and a half at minus 110 because Serena Williams will have a blip. She had a blip against Contevite. She needs to she needs to regain her energy. She, and if she goes into a th- third set, she may give up on the second set and try to focus everything on a massive final set. So I think the best angle is to bet Tom Nanovich plus two and a half. But Serena, if, if you bet Serena tonight at minus 175 or something like that, you may get the cash this evening but eventually you'll give it all back because you're betting things at the wrong line. Yeah, a great, fascinating handicap, but you're right. Everyone's going to be rooting for her, and uh, the opponent could melt in that atmosphere. How about the fatigue factor? Now, she lost last night in the doubles with, with Venus, but as Chris Everett said on the, last, on the broadcast, she's only played six matches this year. So if she's victorious yeah. tonight, what does it mean moving forward for Serena, who's 40 years old? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I think it was a, if she had any real, real – title-winning aspirations, she wouldn't have played the doubles. If, if she oh. thought she could win, if she, if she thought, if she, if, if Serena Williams thought she could win the US Open, there's no way she would have played that doubles match. She, this is this is just turning into a Serena Williams show. The whole tournament, you know, the Williams sister turned up at the, at the practice court the other night and there was more people looking at the practice court at five o'clock than watching the, the action on Louis Armstrong or Arthur Ashe. Uh, I think she's waiting to, to, to lose a game and go out with a, with a huge, um, uh, an end in a spectacle. And I, and I think if Tom Lanovich can keep her composure, which is a big if, I think she wins tonight. And uh, But I do think the plus two and a half. I mean, I just don't believe that she can sustain that when you can just turn on, turn up at an event and, you know, when you haven't played any competitive tennis for a year and, and, and especially at the age and maintain it all the way through for another, for another week. Uh, Nigel, I'm glad you brought that up, how this has turned into the Serena show and it's all about her and nobody else is even involved in the tournament the broadcast crew the other night, when it was over with, said Serena would have defeated any woman in the world that evening. Is that completely overblown, or did you actually think she played that well? 
I think she played well, but I think it was because of the atmosphere in the crowd and what the, what the player was up against. The problem is, Mitch, is the women's game now is not very strong. Uh, anybody's capable of beating anybody. We've seen, um, you know, we saw Emma Raducanu last year come from a qualifier to win the yep. US Open. That was nev- that was have never happened uh, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. The women's there's, there's a lot of players who are, who are good players, but they're, they're not strong anymore. And probably she would have beaten anybody in that position. But would she have beaten a great five years ago if the, if the game was if the, if the te- women's tennis match was as strong as it, as it was four or five years ago? I don't think she would. Um, I don't think Serena Williams played anything better than what we've seen, or well, certainly what we've seen for a couple of years. But I think the the occasion beat the player rather than the player beating the player. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seely, our guest, live from New York at Seely underscore Nigel on Twitter. Any soccer plays? Well, yeah, I've got a few uh, in the Premier League. Obviously, last week <clears throat> we cashed on the on the, the the match that I the, the, the bet I love each week, and that is uh, the draw. Right. At halftime, the Wolves match. I mean, when were these bookies ever learned? I mean, <laughs> last week I said to you it was, a, it was about a fifty-five, a fifty-four percent chance that it was a draw in Wolves games at halftime. It's even higher. It's about sixty percent when they play teams in the middle section of the Premier League and the bottom half of the Premier League. They play Southampton this week at home. There's been five games in the Premier League this season, and four of them Wolves have been drawing at halftime. Um, they can draw more games than any other team in the Premier League in the last two seasons. Um, and you can bet plus 110. It's plus 110 every week. It, it cashes more or less every single week. Wolves offer nothing as an attacking threat. They try to sustain the pressure and they try to up their levels in the second half. The manager is very negative. Um, and against the Southampton side, who I think these two sides are extremely well matched up. I think the draw, again, at halftime we cashed is a great play. Four or five, like I say, have been drawing at halftime. Three of the five games in Wolves matches this season at halftime have been nil-nils. Wolves haven't won a game yet this season, and they've only scored two goals. So goals will be very hard to come by. I also think goals will be very hard to come by in the game between Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. I highlighted last week when Bournemouth played, uh, they won, they got beat 9-0 by Manchester City, and they'll work very hard on the defence. The following game, they drew nil-nil. Nottingham Forest are in exactly the same position as Bournemouth were. They lost 6-0 against Manchester City in midweek. I think they'll work very, very hard on the defence. And already, even though we're at the beginning of September, this is a relegation fight between these two sides. Mm-hmm. I think these two sides are in big trouble. So I think both managers, remember Bournemouth has sat their manager. They haven't got a manager. But I think both teams will be very cautious in that game. So I like Bournemouth and um, Nottingham Forest to be under two and a half goals. And I don't think, I, mean, I mentioned to you, in the show, uh, sorry, in the pre- in the preview, when we was in Las Vegas at Circa, that I don't think is all is well at Chelsea, and certainly from the performances so far this season, they 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 were heavily beaten by Leeds, they were beaten by Southampton last week. Uh, things don't look right. They're spending money. That they're, they're going to buy a, a Bamiyang, the sort of centre forward from uh, from Barcelona, former Arsenal centre forward. I think it'd be a good signing, but it's going to take time. And I think the Champions League starts in midweek. And I think Chelsea playing in the Champions League on Tuesday night will be vulnerable against West Ham. I like West Ham plus one goal with a push if Chelsea only win by one. All right, lad. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of your trip out there. Take care. Thanks a lot. All the best. Good good. luck. Thank you. There you go. Okay, so this hour's pro tip. Notre Dame since 1994. 5-44 straight up. 27% ATS against teams that finish in the top 10. Unbelievable. 
That's the pro tip for the hour. We do it every single hour here on VSIN, and they're available uh, at vsin.com for pro subscribers. The first hour here brought to you by our good friends over at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21 plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. Former Georgia Bulldog Drew Butler on the show coming up next. Is his team laying too many points against Oregon? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.